Hi everyone, we welcome you to this episode of Snippets on Vision and Aging and its clinical implications for eye care practitioners. And I welcome today's guest, Dr. R. Krishna Kumar, visiting faculty of Elite School of Optometry, mentor Operation Optometry Services at Chankar Nitralia, educationalist and freelance optometrist. So he is very fond of uh, learning more about elderly with low vision and he is the right person to get more insights on vision and aging. I thank you, sir, for being with us uh, today in Snippets. And can you tell us uh, what inspired you on this area, that is uh, geriatric optometry? There, uh, there are only few takers. So this will uh, inspire uh, our juniors to take up this uh, geriatric optometry as the main carrier. Yeah, I think uh, uh, it rightly said, actually, but uh, in terms of uh, me getting inspired, I think I should uh, remember my colleague at Shankar Netralia, Ms. Vijay Lakshmi. Uh, she always has shown so much of passion towards handling the elderly patient. Um, for example, whenever we used to you know, talk towards the end of the clinic, towards the evening, I've seen her in the group. She used to share a lot of interesting cases, and out of that, 80 to 90 percent will be about the elderly, how she handled, not only in terms of how she examined, but also how she went out of the way to help uh, many elderly patients. Uh, probably I feel she is uh, my inspiration to start with. And she always uh, demonstrated that elderly people required extra care beyond eye examination, just eye examination. I feel that is a great message I feel uh, that has triggered me to think through. Of course, uh, I have to enumerate beyond that the patients whom I came across and uh, people with uh, ARMD, diaptic retinopathy, ARMD, age-related macular degeneration, glaucoma, and uh, something more fascinating, all these things uh, related to uncorrected refractive error and the consequence of all these leading to visual impairment and therefore having falls, something which always triggered me off late to see whether we could do as an optometrist anything for those people. The third one, which I felt is um, more in terms of the data on longevity or the lifespan. We know for 1947, it's somewhere in 40s, um, the lifespan of Indian citizen. Today, I think we are almost on the 70, but even our own example, people around us, I've seen off late, at least to me, the people more than 75 years um, are being around and very active, but invariably, say, they have one or the other eye ailment, uh, which required uh, proper attention continuously. And ever-increasing population of elderly people, thanks to the great health care we do have in India and many countries. Think about 2011, we were handling under 104 million elderly people. And uh, by 2050, it is expected that anywhere between 324 million and so on. That means population of India will grow, it seems 55% by 2050. And percentage of elderly people will increase by 326 percentage and with those aged greater 80 years and above, increased by around 700 percentage. And uh, that makes them the fastest growing age group. I would like to quote, uh, before I conclude for you know, my answer for this question, 
The quote from the first secretary in India's permanent mission to the UN, Ms. Paulami Tripathi, in 2019 Aging Conference, he said, We live in a world where people live longer than ever before. It is estimated that by 2050, there will be more people older than 60 years than those below 15 years, unquote. Um, so that is the reason for me to get inspired and therefore I see there are many young people are trying to eyeing up themselves to see how they could contribute to elderly, ever-increasing elderly age population. Thank you for that uh, wonderful uh, answer, sir. So you have uh, mentioned as uh, the need for geriatric care as a whole. So I would like to know what age is considered as elderly in Indian uh, scenario? Okay, I think generally we all know that 60 and above is what has been considered as elderly. But there are a few other definitions which is say 65, but uh, that doesn't matter actually. So. Those people, because of aging, they have any ailment, and that is where we are going to come and see how we could contribute as now. I think I have already mentioned probably um, the common disorders in that sense or ailments in that sense. As I already told, cataract. And interesting, the cataract, I have to see bilateral cataract. People get operated at least one eye. The other eye, they don't undergo the cataract surgery is one of the key a key area where I think uh, visual impairment and consequence are playing a huge havoc. As well as people who underwent cataract surgery, they don't have the further care in terms of people who developed after cataract or PCO, the care is not available. In fact, interestingly, 2020, there is a paper from Telangana. I see that they've reasoned out there are three reasons for visual impairment among the elderly population. One is they said cataract, we know. Second, refractive error, uncorrected refractive error. Third, actually, keep in mind PCO. That means people undergoing cataract surgery, I think we should have a good follow-up and see their visual impairment for avoidable reason like PCO can be really captured. And of course, other three kings, three giants in this area, diabetic retinopathy, age-related macular degeneration, and glaucoma. But I'm more interested to see that all these things have got the consequence of something called visual impairment and false. I feel that, in fact, false is something very big where I feel as an optometrist we can contribute in a multidisciplinary approach of uh, reducing the false and therefore reducing the fatality among the elderly population. Yes, sir. thank you for that wonderful answer. And uh, you have also mentioned how a geriatric workup is different from others. And I would like to know what are the factors uh, as an optometrist we should consider uh, while performing eye examination, especially for an elderly patient? Yes, uh, of, of all the above causes associated, as I told, escort associated with uh, visual impairment and uh, which leads to what we call as disability cap. Now, as an, any eye care professional should keep in mind, it is not that alone. Something which is consequence of it is, should be kept in mind. Because most of the conditions which we have mentioned, except for cataract and refractive error, all other condition, we know that the treatment is uh, not actually to the expectation to ensure the better of life. Today, there is a transformation from independent living to an in, in, independent living. Uh, to, and it is a great concern and having 
to have and CAD providers, people who do not have will do. Especially keep in mind people who are actually seeking the eye care as again people who are non-seekers. There is a third category in relation to elderly population we have to keep in mind. They are all people who wants to get their eyes checked up. They want the rehabilitation then. But our mechanism doesn't have a system wherein we can offer the service. Probably that is something is uh, thing. So I'm looking at there are challenges which as an optometrist should uh, really know, uh, look into a solution. Some of the challenges, I say the examination per se, uh, though I don't see there is a big difference between examining the elderly population as again, there are some key points that we have to keep in mind. I will come back sometime. Second thing is about the need for periodic checkup, the challenge, need for rehabilitation measures, and if you want them to come very often, uh, that challenge, procuring the eye drops and medicine challenge, and lack of specialists who are dealing with geriatric eye care as a comprehensive nature, not only with the treatment, but also with the rehabilitation idea to enhance the quality of life, enhance the mental state in usual pathology. So this challenge. The solution I feel incorporating first into the curriculum of both optometry and ophthalmology uh, about the importance of geriatric eye care as an inclusive at least 17 to 20 hours of session with and so on and ensure that all the clinics should have a separate channel for people with aging and challenge and keep that in mind and provide more of home visit than bringing the crowded hospital environment or try to see whether you can create a separate centers in relatively in many places like government of Tamil Nadu is really looking at creating small clinics throughout. Uh, we have to look at something maybe in collaboration with that, uh, that model or we can look exclusive model of creating a satellite centers where these people can access easily. Yes, thank you, sir. Yeah, your question will definitely uh, help more elderly in India, especially those uh, who cannot see eye care. So, definitely that's a new thought. And uh, I would also like you to brief us on optometric management for elderly in terms of glasses, referral criteria, erosion devices, as well as. Yeah, I think I got, even before that, I thought there are points which I probably add before I come to the management part of it better sequely. Um, a lot of time people tend to ask what is the prevalence of elderly visual impaired in, uh, in country like ours. Uh, studies have shown anywhere ranging from 22% to 30%. Probably we do handle almost uh, 250 million people who are visually impaired and keep that in 80% of them are of age and more. And uh, in the recent publication, Hyderabad, among the leaders in the homes, one third of them have bilateral visual equity less than 6 by 18, 52% had visual equity less than 6 12, and more than 3 them were blind. Now, the curious things about this, there are a few other key points which we need to adhere to. The one biggest challenge with the elderly people in the hospital setup of this is the waiting time. We have to see how we can really relook in to bring down our third test 
and keep in mind they are elderly we require to give more time space to respond so that you always have a buffer in terms of time when you have a no patient with 65 years 60 years and more try to give them the buffering time so that more time can be allotted for people to take care of elderly patients so that we do not replace them with the same a slot of um, among with the young or to have a separate channel and do not miss out answering to the because they come to you do all the procedures on the same day and ensure lighting in the clinic avoid cluttering and very very important comes to the optometric management once the diagnosis is very clear strongly feel the follow up visit can be encouraged at hope this is something that we have to see as an optometry practice and especially for low vision care and vision rehabilitation because i see that is a most appropriate approach that um, bring in and encourage more of teleconsultation before referring them to the ophthalmologist and or the follow up but in terms of in terms of prescribing glasses um, i strongly feel history of faults for that matter i always feel more than 70 years or so do not give bifocals or progressive addition lenses keep a separate distance and near vision by explaining to them uh, probably i feel with the time allotted these are the key points as an optometrist they can really take and see how they can implement into their practice um really that was a fantastic uh, conversation sir i hope uh, this must have added at least one additional point uh, to the audience existing knowledge on vision and aging and uh, for more updates uh, you can uh, subscribe to snippets and kindly fill the feedback thank you thank you